Welcome back to a new episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Today, we are up for a treat. Last month, I had the amazing opportunity and privilege to speak at the Detroit Economic Club Annual Joint Leadership Council Conference. It was an amazing and inspiring event with hundreds of young leaders from all around Detroit. Today, I want to share with you the recording from the breakout session that I hosted under the theme of Reinvent Yourself, How to Adapt and Thrive in This Ever-Changing World. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Thank you. Okay, first of all, can you all hear me well? Great. Awesome. I'm so excited to be here. I'm going to be down here because... I like to see everyone when I'm... Uh, I'm so excited to be here. This is one of the things that I love to do most, talking about these topics. And I can be talking for hours, so I'm glad someone is keeping me on track on the back with the time. Uh, and I want to that we have at least five minutes for any questions that you have at the end. But first of all, I want to congratulate all of you for being here today. I know it's hard these days to take a day out of work or doing whatever it is that you to invest in yourself. But over the years, if one thing I've learned is that the best investment that you can make is the one that you make on yourself. My goal today is well, to inspire you and hopefully to motivate you to take action after today towards reinventing yourself. And I'm I'm going to go over why I think you should reinvent yourself. Because you might be thinking, oh, what is all that about? Um, well, the theme of the conference today is this ever-changing world. And I think that is our reality every day, more, so every, more and more every day. And I believe that the best way or the only way to create the future that you want for yourself is to create it yourself. And I think that's exactly what reinventing yourself is about. There are a lot of things around us that are always changing. There's a lot of trends that are impacting the industries that we work in, the company that you work at, that are impacting you and your career. And the speed at which these things are changing is faster and faster every day. Just to name a few things that are impacting all of us in this room today and the future of our careers today and for the next five, 10 years, new ways of working. Who would have told us, right? 
There is a before and after the pandemic in the way that we work. If any of you are leading people today, or you aspire to lead, or lead people in the future, this is one trend that is drastically going to force you to reinvent yourself, to reinvent your leadership style, leadership approach, the way you care about your teams. If we talk about some more technical things, and some of these might already be outdated since I did this presentation a couple of weeks ago, because these things are changing every day. But digitalization and big data, we're talking about Web3. Who knows what that is? I can't keep up. Uh, Internet of Things, um, we are in Detroit, so if we think about the auto industry, electrification I was driving is a reality today. Climate change, all companies are talking about ESG. When I started my career, if you ask me what ESG stand for, I would not have, would be able to tell you what is. Automation, Industry 4.0. I'm sure that the next time that I'm giving a talk like this, all the things here will have changed because they're always changing. And that is the reason why I think to constantly reinvent ourselves if we want to create the future that we all dream for. All of you have different dreams and different goals for your career and your life. I'm sure we're all different. But if you're here and if you decided to attend this conference and if you're part of the YLC, it's because you do have an ambition, you do have clarity that you want to continue to grow and further your career and you want to thrive in this ever-changing world. You know, there was a study done a few years ago and it said that when my parents were my age, the, in average, people will reinvent themselves every seven years. You might be thinking, I've never reinvented myself. And I'm going to prove you wrong. You have many times. Think about when you were 15. The TV shows that you watch, the music that you like, the food that you enjoy, how you spend your weekends, I bet is completely different than how your life looks like today. You might not have even noticed it, but you have reinvented yourself over and over in the span of your life. And experts said, research says that it used to be every seven years. At today, you rethink like it's every three years. We have a need as human beings to ring ourselves every three years. And I bet that next year, maybe that is going to be two and a half years. And I find myself reinventing myself almost every day. And I bet you do too. You go meeting, you experience something, you reflect, and the next day you're like, I'm going to approach this differently. And when you do, you're reinventing yourself. So what I want to do today is to show you a very simple work on how you can go about reinventing yourself so you can thrive in your career in this ever-changing world. And it's going to be very simple. And at the end, there's going to be a QR code up here on the screen. You can download a workbook where you can put in practice everything that we do today. Actually, my invitation for you is that you download that workbook and you do the work. If you listen to me and then you go to lunch and the next keynote, who is going to do a better job than I do? And then you go to the next one and then you go home and tomorrow you turn your computer and you have 100 emails and you don't do anything? You just wasted 35 minutes of your time right now. 
So I really want to invite you to do the work. And I'm going to share with you very simple tools that are going to be on your workbook that you go, can go ahead and do for yourself. So let's talk about the framework. It has four phases, and we're going to talk about each of these phases. Discovery, creation, transformation, and momentum. Let's talk about discovery. Discovery is all about self-awareness. I firmly believe that self-awareness is the foundation for almost everything. It's the foundation for your personal growth. It's the foundation for your career growth. It's the foundation for you to achieving anything that you like. If you are not self-aware, you can't improve. Now, how do we go about this and how does this fit into reinventing your careers? Well, first of all, I want to say that your career is just part of your life. A lot of times we compartmentalize everything in our lives, right? We have our personal life, we have our hobbies, we have our passions, and then there's our career. And I all have very ambitious goals in your career, but one thing that I've learned through my career is that your career is just part of your life. And if it doesn't fit into the lifestyle that you want to have, you're not going to succeed in your career. There is a quote out there that it says, in order to be successful, you need to love what you do. And I firmly believe that that is so true. So when I think about discovery of awareness, here are four things that I want you to think about. And there's many more, but I only have 30 minutes. The first one is your lifestyle. Imagine, try to visualize yourself waking in the morning in that perfect life that you dream of. Imagine that you wake up in the morning. What time would you be waking up? What time do you wake up now and what time will you be waking up or living your perfect life? What would be the first thing that you do when you wake up? Would you be going to work? How will you get to work? Will you drive to work? Or maybe you're working from home? At what time do you start working? What is the first thing that you do at work? How is your day look like? Are you interacting with other people or are you working by yourself? Are you leading a team? Are you working with cars? Are you in meetings all the day? Are you going to different places? Are you traveling around the world as part of your job? What are you doing? What impact are you making? What topics are you talking about? At what time do you stop working? At what time do you get home? What do you do when you get home? What do you do after dinner? Do you open your computer back and just continue working? Or do you spend some time, any time with your family? At what time do you go to bed? Have you ever thought about that before? I'll tell you that I had never thought about that until a few years ago. And recently, six months ago, actually, I switched jobs. I switched companies. I switched industries. And this was one of the things that I did before I made that decision. And I'm not suggesting that you switch your jobs or make radical changes. That's not what I'm saying. But for me, when I was faced with that decision, I did this little visualization. I visualized a day in my future life, in my perfect life, visualized my life. And then I asked myself, does my career fit in this lifestyle? 
will this new job fit in this lifestyle? And you can imagine the answer was yes. And now here I am reinventing myself. Your passions. I mentioned before, I don't know anyone that is successful, that I can think in my mind that is successful, which everything is relative, right? We all have a different definition of what success is. Under my definition, when I look for role models of people that are successful, they all have one thing in common. They work in what they're passionate about. And that's part of what I saw on my vision. I want to pin on something that I'm passionate about. What are your passions? What are the areas where you want to make an impact? Is it what you're doing today aligned with those passions? Making an impact in the areas that you're passionate about? Another thing to think about is just your strengths and your weaknesses. We all do this all the time, right? It's what everyone tells you. Identify what your strengths and your weaknesses are. I like to see as strengths and weaknesses from two different lenses. One, the way that we were always taught about, what are you good at, Where, what do you suck at? We all have some things on both buckets, because none of us are perfect. But I also like to think about strengths and weaknesses in terms of what lights you up, what energizes you. Being here today is one of the things that energizes me. Am I good at that? I'm sure I can improve a lot, but I love doing this. I see that as a strength. And then there's your weaknesses, the things that drain your energy. And we all have those. And I believe there is no perfect job, there is no perfect company, there is no perfect boss, there's no perfect anything, right? We all, I'm sure that you all can think of things in your current job, in what you're doing today that you love doing. And there are things that, you keep procrastinating on because who wants to do that? What are those things for you? Do you know what those things are? Are you aware of those moments, of those things that light you up and those things that drain you? And then finally, I'm gonna go back to those future trends. In your industry, where you're working today or where you want to work in the future, do you know what are the trends that are impacting that area? And do you know what are the skills that are required to be successful in the future? And I'm going to talk more about this because I think this is the key to take steps towards your reinvention. So on your workbook, I'm not going to go through this right now because we just don't have time, but you're going to find this SWOT analysis. This same slide is gonna be a workbook and there's gonna be a blank one so you can do your own. But when you put all those things together and you ask yourself a few questions and you take the time to reflect on these things, I guarantee you that this can be a very eye-opening exercise. It was for me. I learned so much about myself and the things that I like and the things that I don't like. And I was very clear for me what I needed to do next. So let's talk about phase two, creation. Creation is all about putting together a plan because the only way that things change is make action. 
And a lot of times we get stuck on phase one, right? We think about it, and we think about it, and we think about it one more time, and we reflect about it, and we reflect about it one more time, and we get stuck. And then nothing happens. The key is to take action, and that's what happens in this phase of creation. Here's where we put a plan, and I want you to spend some time in putting together your plan, but don't get paralyzed in planning. Right? We're gonna talk about a few things you can do, even today or tomorrow, to get moving. But here's a very simple five-step process on how to put a plan together, and this is gonna be on your workbooks too, so don't worry, this picture is gonna be on your workbook. But you probably do this every day in order to solve problems that you face. What do you do? When you want to create a plan for yourself, I bet you need three things. It's like when you get in your car and you're programming your GPS to take you somewhere. Well, probably not even your GPS, your phone. You're asking Google Maps, right? Or whatever you're using. You need three things. You need to know what your destination is. That was phase one, right? You have clear in your mind what your passions are, what do you see in your future, what is the lifestyle that you want. Step number two, you need to know where you are today. And that's part of that SWOT analysis that I just showed you. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are the things that you like? What are the things that you don't like? The third thing you need is a map or a route, right? Your GPS will never take you where you want to go unless you know where you're going and where you are today. So when you're putting a plan, you're basically doing that. You're, you're answering those for yourself. Where am I today? where I want to go, and what are the steps that I need to take to get there. And then the very important piece here is set some goals for yourself and review this on a regular basis. I work in HR, I've been working in HR for 18 years. And I'll tell you that I have career conversations with people almost every day. And I see people excited to, to put this map together, and then that document where they documented their career plan goes on a drawer or in a file in their computers, right? We don't print anything these days anymore. And then three years later, I get to talk to them and I'm like, how are things going? Did you did that thing that you said you were gonna do in your career plan? And you're like, what career plan? <laughs> don't be that. Right? If you're going to invest your time in putting a plan together for yourself, revisit it on a regular basis. At the minimum, once a year. I like to do this with the new year. It's one of the things that I do every, every time at the new year. I actually do this every quarter of the year. At the beginning of every quarter, at the beginning of every month, I look at my career map and I ask myself, what did I did this past month? What steps did I took? They don't have to be big steps. They can be small steps. And then I ask myself, what am I planning to do? What am I committing to do in the next month? Maybe it's meeting a new person, making a new connection, making a training. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's coming and speaking to you today. Putting myself outside of my comfort zone. We'll talk about that in a minute. But constantly ask yourself, the quality of your life 
is directly related to the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. That is a quote from Tony Robbins, one of the, my great mentors. He doesn't know he's my mentor, but you know, I listen to his books, I go to his trainings, and you don't have to know your mentors. They can be people you don't know. Um, but always focus on the quality of the questions that you're asking, and ask yourself questions regularly. I ask questions to myself every day. I start my day with a question. How do I want to show up today? I ask myself that every single day. And I'll tell you what, every day I show up 1% better than the day before. And that is my goal every single day. So. When you're thinking about your career plan, you know, a lot of people focus here. What do I need to do to accelerate my learning today? What need, do I need to do to be my job today? Some people even think about how can I start developing new skills? People ask me about what is the biggest career advice that I can give them? I'm going with you. Every time that I step in a new role, I'm not thinking about that job. I'm thinking two jobs ahead. Always think two steps ahead in your career. When I took this job that I took six months ago, as excited as I am to start this new job in this new company, I wasn't thinking about this job. I was thinking about the job after this job. And the day I step in the new job and in every job that I've had here, the first question I asked myself was, what are the skills that I need to be successful in my boss's job? And that day, I put a plan together on how could I develop those skills. Today, I'm asking myself, three years from now, what is my organization going to need? What are the trends that are impacting our industry? What are things that I need to know in order to be successful three years from now? a year from now. I'm not thinking about being successful today because I have the confidence that I can. Or if not, I want someone else. But I always think in two steps ahead. So if you think about the job after the job, what are the skills that make someone good at that job two levels ahead of what you are today? Start working on those skills. And don't be afraid to jump and learn something that is completely outside of what you're doing today. If thing is aligned with where you see yourself in the future and the things that you want to do, start learning about it today. Don't wait until you are in the job to start learning about how to do the job. Because then you're only setting your failure. That's why I'm confident today that I can be successful in my job today. Because the skills that I need to do what I do today are skills that I was working on three years ago. And now I'm confident that I have what I need to be successful where I am. So let's talk about transformation. And I'm going to just share a few ideas on how you can transform yourself now that you have a plan, now that you're passionate about, now that you know what are the skills that you want to work on. Just a few thoughts. First of all, 
you need to take responsibility. I've met so many people in the last 18 years that are just waiting for their manager to tell them what to do. They're waiting for someone to invite them for that next job. They're waiting for someone to see how good they are so they give them an opportunity. And they keep waiting. And they get really frustrated. Why they get frustrated? Because they have an expectation in their mind that will never be fulfilled. When you feel disengaged at, at your work, when you feel frustrated, when you feel stuck, I bet at the root of that is a misalignment of expectations. You're just waiting for someone to do something for you and to solve your career. Instead, what I want to invite you to is to take the responsibility, take the ownership. You own your career. And yet it's true that the decision that are most important for your career are always gonna be made in a room where you're not present at. Let me repeat that for those on the back. The decisions that are gonna be most impactful in your career are always gonna be made in a room where you're not in. Think about the last time you were promoted, when someone tapped you on the shoulder, when you get that salary increase. You are not part of the company to make that decision but you have a hell of power of influence to help those people make those decisions. Adapt a growth mindset. And I'm full for the keynote before because I was gonna spend 10 minutes talking about growth mindset and now I don't have to. <laughs> if you haven't read the book Mindset by Carol Dweck, I recommend that book. It explains the difference between the fixed mindset and the growth mindset. And the only way that you're gonna grow to the full of your potential, the only way that you're gonna realize that lifestyle that you want to, that career that you want to, is if you have a growth mindset. That growth mindset is gonna give you the grit and the resilience that you need, the learning agility, the love to learn new things, to keep to Get up every time that you fall, because you're going to fall. We all do. We all make mistakes. The next one, grow your skills. And not only grow your skills, be a strategic skills you're going to focus on in growing. Get a lot of people that come to me. I work in talent development, and they're like, what, course should, what training should I take? I'm looking to take a training because I like to learn. And I'm like, what skill are you trying to develop? I don't know, I just want a training. Be intentional with where you're investing your time. Your time is the one resource that is not renewable. You spend it, you can't get it back. So if you're gonna invest your time in learning, be intentional on how you're using your time. By the way, schedule every day to learn even if it's five minutes. You know, now I work from home uh, most of the time, but when the pandemic hit, the thing that I was most disappointed about was not having to commute to work, which is probably the one thing that everyone was most excited about. But for me, my commute was my learning time. That's when I was listening to podcasts and audiobooks and 
You don't have to add more time today. You might be thinking, Carolina, you're asking me to do something. I don't have time for anything. You don't have, you don't need more time. But let me tell you, if something is a priority, you will find the time. You the time. Use the time that you're already using when you're commuting, maybe when you're running on your treadmill, when you're going for a walk, when you're running errands. Put your AirPods, listen to an audiobook. Build your personal brand. Everyone in this room, we all have a personal brand. Whether you know what your brand is or not, you have one. And I always say be intentional with brand you want to be. Do you be Coca-Cola or you want to be that random, I don't know, I don't drink soda. Do you want to be Starbucks or do you want to be the coffee on the corner? What brand do you want? And is your, what you want your brand to be? Prioritize. I, I share with you a lot of things today. And here's where I see a lot of people getting paralyzed. They're like, there's so much to do. I don't know where I don't have the time. Those are just excuses, right? If something is important to you, if something is a priority, you will make the time and you will find the way. But you always need to prioritize. See, you, you can do everything. You just can do everything at the same time. So what is one thing you can focus on? And finally, build your network. And today, what a great opportunity to build your network. You know, I'm an introvert. I met Casey this morning, and I told her, every time that I go to an event, I scan the room for the one person that I know, I put my blinders on, and I go to that person, and I stay with them for the rest of the event. And then I go home, and I'm so disappointed because I didn't do what I came here to do, which was building my network. So now every time that I go to a networking event, I get in more and I tell myself I have one goal and only one goal today. I'm going to meet five new people. Five. It's doable, right? There's a few hundred people in here. But yet, it's taking me outside of my comfort. So, momentum. You want to create, you want to build, and you keep momentum. When you start your plan, when you start dreaming, you go at a hundred per hour, but then you lose your power. And I believe that the best way to build momentum is through habits. We're approaching the end of the year, and a lot of you might be thinking, wow, I start in January. In January, new year, I'm going to make a career plan. I'm going to have a career conversation. I'm going to go to this training. I'm going to go to that conference. Don't be that person. Don't wait for January 1st. Whatever your goals are, maybe you're not related with your career. Maybe you want to lose weight. Maybe you want to do something else. The way you create momentum is by staying in motion, right? One of the laws of physics. Bodies in motion, stay in motion. So every year around this time, October 3rd, October 3rd for one reason, is the kickoff for the countdown towards the end of the year. As of October 3rd, there are 90 days left in the year, and I always do a last 90-day challenge. This is my way of ending the year stronger than I started and push myself not to convince myself or to make excuses that I'll start in January 1st. So I want to share with you just an idea, and you can pick anything, but I always pick five to focus on in the last 90 days of the year. 
And I thought, what could be five things that you can do to create and keep momentum on your career and to feel more engaged what you're doing that you've ever been before? These are the five things. First, gratitude. We heard about gratitude earlier. But this is a specific type of gratitude. I want you to think about every day three things that you're grateful for that happened in the last 24 hours in your work or in your career. Maybe that person that helped you. Maybe someone sent you a thank you note. Maybe you did great at a meeting. Number two, 10 pages of a book every day. You can pick any book that you want. I recommend two types of book. Either a personal development book, if you want recommendations, I can send you a long list of recommendations. Or back to where I started my presentation, a book that is going to help you develop a skill that you might need three years from now. Number three, set intentions for your day. I always start my day asking myself, how do I want to show up today? And I'm a better person since I started asking myself that simple question. How do you want to show up today? Say intentions for your day. Do you have an important meeting tomorrow? Start your day thinking, how do I want to show up for this important meeting? Step outside of your comfort zone every day. Do something that makes you feel uncomfortable every day. And I bet you, from now, a month from now, that thing that today terrifies you, is going to be a piece of cake. And finally, egg that frog. It's a book that it's called Eat That Frog. If you want to start with a book, that might be a good one to start with. But the basic idea about this is that you start your day doing that thing that is difficult, that thing that you tend to procrastinate on, and get it off your way. Because if you start your day doing the thing, the worst thing that you can do today, then everything else is going to be a piece of cake. And I ran over time. I knew I was going to do I can talk about this for hours. But back to where I started, I hope that in the last 30 minutes you felt inspired and that that inspiration transpires in you down the workbook and doing at least one of the exercises that I share with you today. And I hope that after today you're on your way to reinvent yourself. Thank you. Thank you.